The following is a CJBT Productions podcast. This is the EDM podcast number 119. This week, it's our 2020 year in review for dance music and EDM. This podcast is a weekly wrap-up of EDM news and some reviews. Plus, we started our own EDM Hall of Fame because, honestly, why not? And we go over Thump Magazine's greatest EDM songs of all time, from number 101 all the way down to number one. A couple pieces of podcast business to get out of the way before we begin. The first is that I am now doing both free and paid podcasts. I will explain. As for the free podcasts that you will still find on whatever podcasting platform that you're listening to me on, I will still be doing the daily music history today for whatever date that is, January 10th, 11th, whichever podcast date that is. That is 365 days a year, 366 if it's a leap year. Hello 2024 when that'll happen again. I will also still be doing the weekly edition podcast and the EDM podcast for free. You can find them on, again, whatever you're listening to me on right at this moment. There will also be a free Friday podcast that I will post every Friday, which will be a podcast highlights podcast where I take some segments from the past week's podcasts along with giving a preview of some upcoming podcasts. Those will all still be for free on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, all that fun stuff. Now for the paid part. I have started a Patreon page where I have a couple of tiers at the moment. May end up doing some more down the road. Tier 1 gives you the Music History Today daily podcast, the full versions of the weekly edition podcast, and also the EDM podcast, along with a minimum of four extra podcasts per month. Those podcasts on that tier will be the Top Albums Podcast, the Top Singles Podcast, and the Top Dance Songs Podcast, along with the Music Halls of Fame Podcast that I used to put out for free that dropped every Thursday. 
it will now be moving to this tier and will also be a monthly podcast, no longer a weekly one. This tier will cost $5 U.S. per month. There may also be another special podcast added for that tier. It depends on the month, but those four podcasts are guaranteed each month. That's a minimum of 10 podcasts per week, with two podcasts dropping every Monday through Wednesday, technically. For Tier 2, you will get the Music History Today daily podcast, the full versions of the weekly edition podcast, and the EDM podcast, along with all that paid podcast stuff that I just said on Tier 1 along with a minimum of at least four additional podcasts per month. That tier is $10 per month. The additional podcasts on that tier are the Top Dance Songs by Decade podcast, the Award Show History podcast, and the Music and Concert Venues podcast. I am also going to be adding another monthly podcast to that tier called Music's WTF Moments Podcast, where I look at some of the most controversial, sad, and strangest moments in music history. The Music History Today In-Depth Podcast will be added to that tier as well and will still be a weekly podcast for that one. Much like Tier 1, it all depends on the month, but those podcasts are guaranteed each month for Tier 2 only. That's a minimum of 12 podcasts a week, with two podcasts dropping every Monday through Friday for most weeks. As far as OnlyFans go, that will become a $10 per month subscription, which will have the Tier 2 podcast, pretty much everything that I just said, will show up on OnlyFans for $10 per month. I will post the links to all of that in the show notes below. As always, the music for this podcast was written and produced by songwriter and producer Hey Joe C., You can find the full versions of her songs that are played here along with the rest of her music on her SoundCloud. She is also a model, has an Instagram and a Patreon, so just click the links to all of her projects on this podcast show notes on to the news of which there actually isn't that much of it because of the holiday week. Palestinian DJ Sama Abdul Hadi was arrested after playing an event at the Nabi Musa site in the West Bank, where some people believe that the Prophet Muhammad was buried. After social media of the event was posted, people responded with charges of desecration of the site, even though she and the event were in a part of the site that has hosted weddings and cultural events in the past. The Palestinian Ministry of Tourism was reported to have given permission to the event, but has since, according to reports, said that they never gave permission, probably bowing to pressure and backlash, I'm assuming. The Palestinian Authority says that it is investigating. However, Sama is still in 
prison awaiting a court appearance, which will be supposedly at some point next week. Now that Brexit is official and the law is now in effect, the effects are beginning to be felt already on the music industry, specifically concerning travel and visas. A petition is going around to continue visa-free travel between the UK and Europe, and rightfully so, to be honest with you. As of now, you have to get a rather expensive visa to go along with your passport, which will severely restrict small independent artists in both the UK and Europe who cannot afford the more expensive potential costs of getting a visa. Ticketmaster will pay a $10 million fine after the Department of Justice said that Ticketmaster repeatedly hacked into rival Songkick's computers. This was on top of the $110 million that Ticketmaster had already agreed to pay Songkick from a lawsuit that Songkick had brought against them for said hacking. Countries celebrated New Year's Eve with muted official celebrations. For instance, there was a muted fireworks display in London and there were no fireworks in uh, France. There was actually a virtual concert held at Notre Dame and a couple other concerts, one at Versailles. But it really wasn't a concert. It was just a performer with fireworks in the daytime. Kind of strange. Anyway, thousands of people, though, actually managed to celebrate with illegal raves. Uh, For instance, thousands of people gathered at one illegal rave in northern France There were hundreds of illegal raves in Great Britain and in San Diego, California. At least five people were injured when a warehouse deck collapsed during an illegal rave there. was 2020. When you think about it, the only things missing from this dumpster fire of an Armageddon of a year were killer nukes, killer zombies, and killer asteroids. Everything else in the apocalypse scenario was pretty much covered. 2020 was dominated by three stories that were all, in one way or another, intertwined. The big story that affected the other two was the COVID-19 pandemic. The original flashpoint was in China. Then, as it went through the rest of Asia, the Western world looked upon it with fascination. Sure that, much like epidemics before it, like SARS and whatnot, that it would and could be contained, for the most part. Most Western countries didn't even take it seriously. Some even called it a hoax, or said that it would all go away, like a miracle. In America, all of that happened. The evening of March 11th would 
be the time that America would finally wake up. In two hours that evening, people found out that actor Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, contracted the virus. Then a basketball game was canceled when it was found out that player Rudy Gobert tested positive for the virus, now at this point called COVID-19, the 19 being the year that it was discovered, not the 19th COVID virus. Then, a travel ban was put in place, which had holes in it, to be sure, but still was put in place. By then, though, the damage was done, as the virus had already started to work its way through the population for at least three months beforehand until it finally exploded. Businesses shut down as the world ground to a halt. Most states instituted lockdowns. Life as we knew it stopped for more than a few months before sputtering back and forth to life, shutting down in parts, coming back up in parts, but never quite back to quote-unquote normal. By the end of 2020, almost 350,000 people in America alone passed away from COVID-19. There was, however, a light at the end of a really dark tunnel as at least three different vaccines were approved by year's end. An event that happened while people were in lockdown was the death of rapper George Floyd, who was murdered when a police officer kneeled on his neck for 8 minutes and 46 seconds while George was handcuffed choking him to death. That, along with all the other deaths at the hands of police and other people, along with people calling the police on black people for doing things like bird watching in New York City in Central Park, led to massive worldwide protests and also led people to re-examine racial discrimination in the world. All of this because while people were in lockdown, they watched the video of George Floyd dying. Confederate flags and statues were taken down. Racially insensitive mascots were changed. People who had a history of making racial remarks lost their jobs or were forced to resign, including media companies. Musicians supported the movement by stopping online music for a day called Music Blackout. Personally, I figured that it would have been better if people had actually played music by black artists that day so that those artists could get some royalties, but that apparently was just me. Meanwhile, there was a presidential election to run in America. Primaries and the general election relied on mail-in ballots for people who couldn't get to the polls. Donald Trump won the Republican nomination as he had squashed all rivals when the Republican National Committee decided that Trump was the one and only nominee and no one else would get any help if they chose to go up against him. On the Democratic side, after nearly crashing out in the early primaries, Joe Biden won the Democratic nomination. 
what can only be described as the strangest election season in recent history, complete with Donald Trump getting the virus but recovering within a week, as far as we know, while one party staged socially distanced campaign events and rallies, the other party made fun of people wearing masks and held large rallies, helping to spread the disease to its supporters and also to the White House staff. In the end, Joe Biden won the presidential election, while Donald Trump refused to accept the loss and instead alleged election fraud, despite never showing any proof in court when asked to show the proof by the judges, some of whom he had had appointed himself. 2020 was also the year of the busiest hurricane season on record as 30 named storms developed so many that they actually went into the Greek alphabet to name them. An earthquake leveled parts of Croatia. Wildfires devastated parts of the western states like California and Colorado and also Australia, and a chemical explosion wiped out a good chunk of Beirut, Lebanon. Unfortunately, with this year came a lot of death. We will do the music deaths actually in another segment because they are worth giving respect to separately. However, 2020 set a record for deaths in America as over 3 million people passed away, the highest number since the 1918 pandemic. Add to that a bombing in Nashville, Tennessee, by a guy who wanted to stop AT&T from using 5G technology because he believed that it would lead to world destruction. In doing this, he committed suicide by blowing himself up in an RV and leveled four blocks of downtown Nashville in the process. When I say that the tinfoil hat conspiracy theory crowd is dangerous, I really mean that they're dangerous. As far as music went, 2020 was the year that musicians stopped touring and festivals were shuttered. Some musicians found a way to keep their fan bases without touring. Some even gained new fans by embracing live streaming. Sophie Tucker, for instance, started doing a daily DJ live stream that gained them a new fan base that had never heard their music before, but had time because they were all in lockdown. Music festival company Insomniac used their Twitch and YouTube channels, which showed, which used to show archive footage of their festivals, to instead put on virtual festivals just about every weekend, in fact. Twitch actually saw a major influx of streamers as DJs ran to the streaming site to try to make some money by doing DJ live streams. What once was, and still sort of is, made fun of, the bedroom DJ, suddenly became a necessity for a lot of DJs. Some musicians started Instagram Live podcasts. Miley Cyrus even won awards for hers. Otherwise, musicians hunkered down and tried to create 
as best they could. As I just mentioned, 2020 was the year that a lot of people passed away. That is no different in EDM, or dance music, if you will. Surprisingly, though, not a lot of it was from COVID-19. A lot of it was just from other means, we'll say. We're splitting this section up into two different segments because all of these people deserve our respect, our honor, and our tribute. So rather than just give a list with nothing else, we will tell you a little bit about each and every one. Starting off with Ruth Anderson. Ruth was an electronic music pioneer who founded Hunter College's electronic music studio back in 1968. Ruth Anderson passed away from lung cancer. She was 91. Rest in peace to Detroit DJ Mark David Fisher. Mark was the influential drum and bass DJ who helped to organize the Detroit Electronic Music Festival. Mark David Fisher passed away from a brain hemorrhage. He was 50 years old. Rest in peace to DJ Oct or Optive. DJ Optive, whose real name was Edwards Holmes, was a drum and bass DJ and producer and part of the group Cause for Concern. He also owned the Red Light Records label and partnered up with producer BTK sometimes. No cause of death was given, although it was believed to have been an unexpected death and not after a long illness of some sort. No age was given either although he was at least 35 years old. Rest in peace to DJ Andrew Weatherall. Andrew was a very influential member on the EDM scene from as early as the 1990s, working with and remixing songs for New Order, My Bloody Valentine, Bjork, among many others. Andrew passed away from a pulmonary embolism, Andrew Weatherall was 56 years old. Rest in peace to AKA City. AKA, whose real name was Ashley Akaba, was one half of the British garage duo The Architects, who are probably most famous for the song Body Groove. Ashley's cause of death was not announced at the time. Ashley Akaba, or AKA City, was 49 years old. Rest in peace to DJ Sam the Man Burns. Sam was a Washington, D.C. house DJ who DJed at D.C. clubs, Dragonfly, Ritz, Tracks, Red, and a ton other clubs. Sam Burns was 63 years old. Rest in peace to DJ and blogger Jonty Scruff. Jonty was a Berlin-based music journalist and DJ 
who was also a resident at the Berlin Club Sisyphus, Sisyphus, I should say. Jaunty passed away from cancer. His age was not given. The coronavirus claimed its first music celebrity in the third week of March. New Orleans bounce DJ and radio host Black and Mild passed away from the disease. He had no underlying health conditions and was only 44 at the time. Rest in peace to DJ Gabriel Delgado Lopez. Gabby, as he was well known by, was part of EDM Pioneers DAF or Deutsch Amerikanische Freudeschaft who were big on the West German scene in the late 1970s and 80s when Germany was split into East and West Germany. No cause of death was announced. Gabriel Delgado Lopez was 61. Rest in peace to Larry Sherman. Larry was a co-founder of the legendary Chicago house music record label Trax Records, who helped to make house music into the cultural phenomenon that it is today. Larry and Trax Records put out classic singles from Larry Hurd, Frankie Knuckles, among so many other legends in the early house era. Chicago was the birthplace of house, and Larry and Trax Records built its foundation. Unfortunately, Larry also had a reputation for putting out inferior quality record pressings and also for exploiting his DJs and producers by not paying royalties or giving proper credit and payment for records. Larry passed away from heart failure. Larry's age was not given, but he at least had to be in his upper 50s. Rest in peace to Orlando Puerta. Orlando was a dance music veteran who started out as a promoter for the main underground dance parties in Los Angeles back in the 1990s. He then worked the promotions and marketing departments for, among others, Warner Brothers Records. While at Warner Brothers, he helped to move the careers of Madonna, Depeche Mode, Seal, New Order, and it was he who whose marketing helped to push Cher's classic dance track, Believe, to number one on both the dance and pop charts. Orlando Puerta passed away from upper respiratory infection, and although the test for the coronavirus was administered and results were still pending at that time, the virus is the leading suspect in his death. Orlando Puerta was 55. Rest in peace to Vaughn Mason. Vaughn wrote the 70s roller disco classic Bounce Rock Rock Skate Roll. Vaughn also had house hits Jack the Groove and Break for Love with his group Rays. Vaughn's cause of death was not released. Vaughn Mason was 69. Rest in peace to Richard Tenenbaum. Richard was an electronic music pioneer who co-founded the Musica Electronica Viva, which was an improv ensemble. Richard was also the first performer to use a Moog synthesizer in Europe and use it in concert. Richard passed away from a stroke. Richard Tittlebaum was 80. 
rest in peace to Ryo Kawaski. Ryo was a Japanese jazz fusion guitarist who also invented the first guitar synthesizer back in 1979. He also ran the dance label Satellite Records. Rio's cause of death was not announced. Rio Kawaski was 73. Rest in peace to Ebo Enyan Metropolis Graham. Ebo was the founder and MC for the grime and dubstep behemoths, Foreign Beggars. Ebo suffered an accident while at home. The cause of that accident was not disclosed. Ebo Graham was 41. Rest in peace to Hamilton Bohannon. Hamilton was a drummer who played on the road with Motown artists like Stevie Wonder and Marvin Gaye before going out on his own and having disco hits like Disco Stomp. No cause of death was announced. Hamilton Bohannon was 78 years old. Rest in peace to Mike Huckabee. DJ Mike Huckabee was a Detroit deep house techno pioneer in the 1980s who also taught at places like Youthville, Detroit. The official cause of death was not announced, although he had been suffering from serious medical conditions for quite some time. Mike Huckabee was 54 years old. Rest in peace to Florian Schneider. Florian was one of the co-founders of the legendary German group Kraftwerk. Kraftwerk started back in 1970 and by the mid-1970s started working with synthesizers to create what they called robot pop. Their style was extremely influential and copied and they are considered to be one of the true pioneers of EDM. Club, techno, ambient, they all were influenced by Kraftwerk. If you were an 80s synth pop band like Depeche Mode, you were definitely influenced by Kraftwerk. In fact, some critics actually considered the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, and Kraftwerk to be the four most influential bands in modern music. They were so influential that they found a big following in the middle-class black section of Detroit. Among those influenced were the Belleville Three. Their creations were really just Kraftwerk songs combined with some funk rhythms. And that was the beginning of techno. Florian's cause of death was not announced. Florian Schneider was 73. And rest in peace to Pascal Feos. Pascal was an influential Frankfurt, Germany DJ and producer who helped to shape the Frankfurt sound of the 1990s, which was trance mixed with techno. The cause of death was not announced, although it is known that he was battling stomach cancer at the time. DJ Pascal Feos was 52 years old. Rest in peace to DJ Steve Sutherland. Steve Sutherland was one of the most influential British DJs who helped to bring UK garage, R&B, grime, and hip-hop to the forefront. 
He presented on radio shows for Choice FM and Galaxy FM. He DJed and held residencies at clubs like Pasha Ibiza and Ministry of Sound and also won four Music of Black Origin, or MOBO, awards as Best British Club DJ. Steve's cause of death nor his age were announced. And rest in peace to Norman Soares. Norman was a DJ and also founder of Dance Fair, a Netherlands music conference. In June, he had announced that this year's conference would be held virtually on September 5th and 6th. No word, though, as to whether that actually happened. I don't believe it did happen at that point. No cause of death was announced, nor was his age. His passing was announced by laid-back Luke. And upcoming, we'll have more Passings of 2020. Continuing on with the passings of 2020, rest in peace to singer Denise Johnson. Denise was part of the Manchester art scene in the 1980s in Manchester, England. She started as vocalist for the group Maze, then sang with Primal Scream. She also worked with the Pet Shop Boys and Bernard Sumner. Denise passed away after an illness. Denise Johnson was 56. Rest in peace to Dimitri DeWitt. Dimitri was a DJ in the 1980s. Eventually, he segued into DJ management, where he became Tiesto's manager for a good number of years. Dimitri passed away from pancreatic cancer. Dimitri DeWitt was 51 years old. Rest in peace to Dave Shelton. Dave was a major Chicago promoter. He was also the co-founder of the Chicago Club Medusa back in the late 1980s. Dave passed away from natural causes. Dave Shelton was 64. Rest in peace to Eric Morello. Eric was one of the biggest house DJs and producers of the 1990s. His big hit was under his alias, Reel to Reel. If you've seen the movie Madagascar, then you no doubt know the song, I Like to Move It, Move It. Eric was found dead at his residence. The cause of death at that point was not announced, although he was actually scheduled to appear in court on sexual assault charges after that. At least 10 other women came forward saying that Eric also sexually assaulted or harassed them. The cause of death was finally announced to be an overdose, accidental or not, of ketamine. Eric Morello was 49 years old. 
Rest in peace to Simeon Cox. Simeon was an electronic music pioneer and co-founder of the group Silver Apples, which was one of the pioneering groups in EDM. Simeon's cause of death was not announced, but Simeon Cox was 82. Rest in peace to Ronald Calise Bell. Ronald was one of the co-founders of the group Cool in the Gang and wrote some of their biggest hits, including Celebration, Jungle Boogie, and Cherish. The cause of death was not released. Ronald Calise Bell was 68. Rest in peace to Michael Zucker. Michael was the founder of the Final Sessions record label. He was also a DJ and producer. Cause of death and age were not announced there. Rest in peace to DJ Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster, whose real name was Tony Cook, was big on the UK bass scene and played at some of the biggest festivals in the world. Cause of death was not announced at the time. DJ Cookie Monster was 31. Rest in peace to Jose Padilla. Jose was one of the legendary Ibiza DJs who started the Cafe Del Mar Chill Out series back in the 1990s. Jose passed away from colon cancer. Jose Padilla was 64. Rest in peace to Benji Espinosa. Benji was the co-founder of DJ International Records, which was crucial in making Chicago house music into an international juggernaut. Benji's cause of death was not announced, nor was his age. Rest in peace to Chris Huguet. Chris was a British synthesizer designer who co-founded Electronic Dream Plant. EDP, as it's known by, produced such popular synthesizers as the Wasp, the Spider, and the Gnat. He also started a company called the Oxford Synthesizer Company, which produced the Oscar Synthesizer. Over the years, Chris designed the Base Station 2, the Peak, and the Summit Synthesizers. Chris passed away from cancer. Chris's age was not announced. Rest in peace to DJ Chucks. DJ Chucks, whose real name was Tim Cole, was one half of the British DJ duo The Correspondents. DJ Chucks's death was sudden, although the exact cause of death had not been announced. DJ Chucks was 35. Rest in peace to Phil K. Phil K, the K stands for Crocatus was a famed Melbourne DJ who was part of the duo Low Step and part of the trio The Operators. Phil passed away from bladder cancer. Phil K. was 51. Rest in peace to DJ Spinbad. Spinbad was a legendary New York DJ and producer who worked on radio station WHTZ in New York City and was known as the master of the mixtape. Spinbad's cause of death was not announced. DJ Spinbad was 46. Rest in peace to Victoria Lucas. Victoria, also known as Incamera, was a French electro artist who collaborated with, among others, Zerkalo. Victoria also owned the record label Forma. Victoria Lucas passed away from cancer age was not announced. 
Rest in peace to Io. Io, whose real name was Garrett Falls Lockhart, released projects on Mousetrap, Dimmac, and Armada, along with collaborating with artists such as the Grimes. Cause of death was not announced at the time. Io was 30 years old. Rest in peace to Leon Chu. Leon was a master cutting engineer who plied his trade at the Music House in London. Leon specialized in drum and bass and jungle dub plates. Leon's cause of death was not announced. Leon Chu was in his mid-40s. Rest in peace to Harold Budd. Harold was an ambient composer pioneer who worked with the Cocktoo Twins and Brian Eno. Harold's cause of death was not announced. Harold Budd was 84. Rest in peace to Pauline Anna Strom. Pauline was a composer of early electronic music back in the 1970s using a Tascam 4-track recorder along with her synthesizer. She stopped putting out music for a couple of decades for whatever reason, but recently had a rebirth of sorts when an anthropology of, or anthology, I should say, of her work was released in 2017. It was recently announced that Pauline was going to put out a new album next February. Pauline's cause of death was not announced. Pauline Anna Strom was 74. And rest in peace to Ewan McLeod. Ewan was a Scottish DJ and TV star who helped to launch Beat 106 radio station. He was also a music correspondent for the Sunday Mail. Ewan's death was sudden and unexpected, although the exact cause was not announced. Ewan McLeod was 48 years old. May they all rest in peace. Let's do some charts, starting with this segment, the 2020 charts, and they're going to be found on Billboard magazine. In the next segment, we will do the charts for the week ending last week, where we go over Billboard, Apple, and Beatport. In terms of the top electronic dance artist, according to Billboard magazine, the top 10 were number 10, Odessa, number 9, Griffin, number 8, Surf Mesa, number 7, Regard, number 6, Calvin Harris, number 5, Elenium, number 4, Marshmallow, number 3, Kigo, number 2, The Chainsmokers, and number one is Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga was also the top dance electronic artist for 2020. In terms of the top new dance electronic artists, top five, since they don't do a top ten, number five, Little Double XL, 
number four, Joel Corey. Number three was actually a tie with number three and number two. They were A7S and Topic. And number one was Surf Mesa, who also happens to be the top new dance electronic artist for 2020. In terms of the top dance electronic song for 2020, starting at number 10, Kigo and One Republic with Lose Somebody. Number 9, Kigo and Whitney Houston with Higher Love. Number 8, Topic in A7S with Breaking Me. Number 7, Regard with Ride It. Number 6, Lady Gaga with Stupid Love. Number five, Marshmallow and Bastille's Happier. Number four, Surf Mesa and Emily with ILY. Number three, Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande's Rain On Me. Number two, Black Eyed Peas and J Balvin's Bad Boys for Life. And number one, and he also happens to be the number one dance electronic song artist, St. John with Rose's Eimenbeck remix. As far as the top 10 albums of 2020 went, number 10, Alan Walker with Different World. Number 9, Griffin with Gravity. Number 8, Elenium with Ascend. Number 7, The Chainsmokers with Memories Do Not Open. Number 6, The Chainsmokers with Collage EP. Number 5, Kigo with Golden Hour. Number four, The Chainsmokers with World War Joy. Number three, Marshmallow with the Marshmallow Fortnite Extended Set. Number two, Lady Gaga's The Fame. And number one is Lady Gaga's Chromatica. That also makes Lady Gaga the top dance electronic album artist of 2020, even though there were three albums slash EPs in the top 10 for the Chainsmokers. As far as the dance electronic digital song sales chart went, number 10 was the Chainsmokers and Coldplay with something just like this. Number 9 was Topic and A7S with Breaking Me. Number 8 was Marshmallow and Bastille with Happier. Number 7 was Kigo and Whitney Houston's Higher Love. Number six was Surf Mesa and Emily's ILY. Number five was Regard with Ride It. Number four was Lady Gaga with Stupid Love. Number three was Bad Boys for Life, Ritmo. By Black Eyed Peas and J Balvin. Number two was Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande's Rain On Me. And number one was... St. John with Rose's The Imanbeck Remix. However, St. John's was not the top digital sales song winner for this time around. That honor actually goes to Lady Gaga, who had two songs on there. In terms of the top dance electronic streaming song of 2020, number 10 was The Chainsmokers and Daya's Don't Let Me Down. Number 9 was Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray with The Middle. Number 8 was Surf Mesa and Emily's ILY. 
Number seven was the Chainsmokers and Coldplay's Something Just Like This. Number six was Regard with Ride It. Number five was the Chainsmokers and Halsey's Closer. Number four was Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande's Rain On Me. Number three was Black Eyed Peas and J Balvin's Ritmo, Bad Boys for Life. Number two was Marshmallow and Bastille's Happier. And number one was St. John with Rose's The Eimenbeck Remix. That also makes St. John the number one dance electronic streaming song artist. Also, do note just how many songs were in the top 10 that didn't actually come out in 2020. Figure that one out. I guess that's the state of affairs in music these days for EDM. Anywho... Last chart, because there is no club play chart for 2020 this year, well, because there were no clubs that were open once the pandemic slammed into high gear, Uh, this last chart will be the Dance Mix Show Airplay Songs chart. Number 10, Annabelle England with So Hot. Number 9, Post Malone Circles. Number eight, Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande's Rain On Me. Number seven, Joel Corey and M-N-E-K with Head and Heart. Number six, Dua Lipa with Break My Heart. Number five, Surf Mason, Emily's I-L-Y. Number four, Doja Cat Say So. Number three, The Weeknd's Blinding Lights. Number two, I know you were thinking he would be number one. He's not. St. John with Roses, the Beck remix, which makes the number one dance mix show airplay song of 2020 and also makes her the dance mix show airplay song artist of 2020, Dua Lipa with Don't Start Now. And now that we've done the charts for 2020, let's do the charts for the last week in 2020. Starting off again with Billboard. Top dance song, Surf Mason, Emily's ILY. Top dance album, Lady Gaga's Chromatica. Top dance streaming song, St. John's Roses, Beck Remix. Top dance digital sales song, The Bee Gees with Stayin' Alive. Reason? Well, because they have a documentary on one of the streaming services, so it's gotten to be popular yet again. The top dance mix show airplay song is N-O-T-D and Catello with Nobody. And until further notice, the dance club song has been frozen almost a year now, actually. It got frozen back in March of 2020. Diana Ross's Love Hangover 2020 was number one at that point. 
On the Apple charts, the top dance album is Avicii's True, reason being uh, they're having a sale on it, so it got to number one again. Top dance single was St. John's Roses Eimenbeck remix. On their electronics charts, the new one from Grimes, sort of. It's Miss Anthropocene, the rave edition. That's why it's number one. There is a new album out. We will actually go back to doing reviews and a regular EDM podcast next week. So expect that to be on the review chart for next week. Top electronic single on Apple is David Guetta and Kid Cootie's Memories. On the Beatport charts, I'd say it's about half and half in terms of what's changed. Overall, that hasn't changed. Vintage Culture and Elise LeGros, it is what it is with the remix, or original mix, I should say, is still the top overall song. Top Afro House is Pablo Fierro with Reincarnation Original Mix. Top Bass House is Dr. Fresh and Martin Horger would Take a Step Back the Original Mix. Top Big Room is still Will Sparks, Bingo Players, and Felguk and Fafakwa with Devotion 2020, Will Sparks Extended Mix. Top Breaks is Bonobo and Totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs reclaiming the number one spot with Heartbreak Original Mix. Top Dance Electropop is David Guetta, Morton, and Lainey Gardner with Dreams Extended Mix. Groove's Cloud Extended Mix stays at number one on the Deep House chart. Top DJ Tools is DJ Exchange with the New Year's Eve Ultimate Countdown. Gee, I wonder why. Don't expect it to be number one next week. Drum and Bass, Clinical and Ways with Framed Original Mix is number one there. Zed's Dead and Peekaboo's Power. Original Mix is a number one dubstep. Number one classic Detroit modern electro is a loca with Concave. Original Mix. Top electro house is Yolanda Be Cool and D-Cup with We No Speak Americano. 10th Anniversary Edition. Top Electronica. Sasha and Frankie Wah with Haunted Original Mix. Top funky groove Jack and House is Cheesecake Boys and Crazabitha with My Lips, the Cheesecake Boys Deeper Mix. Top Future House is Side Piece with Together Extended Mix. Top Garage Baseline and Grime is Sosa UK with Your Love Extended Mix. Top Hard Dance and Hardcore is Darren Styles and TNT with Wonder Extended Mix. Top Hard Techno is Alignment with Sensory Deprivation Original Mix for the umpteenth week in a row. The Top House is the top overall. It was Vintage Culture and Elise LeGros with It Is What It Is, the club mix. Top Indie Dance is Maceoplex with Cinemax Original Mix. Top Left Field Bass is Two Fingers and Ivy Lab with Orange Original Mix. Top left field house and techno is Anne's with Lose in Twos, NRG, the original mix. Top melodic house and techno is Kristoff with SFB, original mix. 
top minimal deep tech is Jaden Thompson with Closer Original Mix. Top new disco disco for the umpteenth week in a row is Disco Junkie with I Like to Party Original Mix. Top organic house and down tempo is Bros Row and Victor with La Caminata Original Mix. Progressive House is Crider and York with On the Beach Extended Remix. Top Psy Trance is Liquid Soul, Emoc, Vinnie Vici, Martin Vice, and Off Limits with In and Out, the Liquid Soul Remix. Top Reggae Dance Hall and Dub is Subatronic, or Subatomic, I should say, Sound System, and Screechy Dan with Champion Sound. Roots 7-inch mix. Top Tech House is Don't Blink Vibration Extended Mix. Top Peak Time Driving Hard Techno is Charles D. USA with You Original Mix. Top Raw Deep Hypnotic Techno is Kai Van Dongen with Weekend Jam Version 2. Top Trance is Reorder, Signan, and Scott Mack with Coming On Strong, the Reorder Extended Remix. Top Trap, Hip Hop, and R&B. Finally, someone knocked DJ Fix off of number one, but it took Honey Dijon and Priya Ragu to do it. Name of the song, Good Love 2.0. Honey Dijon's Love is Good Extended Remix. And that is it for the EDM podcast number 119. Thanks for listening. Audio engineering and editing, video editing, writing, narration, catering, basically everything is done by yours truly. You can find us on our website at cjbtproductions.com. Our podcast is on all of your favorite podcast providers, such as Apple Music, Google Podcasts, CastBox, etc., etc. Look for them all under Music History Today when you search for us there. If you would like to support this podcast... Our paid OnlyFans can be found at OnlyFans.com backslash Music History Today. And our Patreon can be found at Patreon.com backslash Music History Today. We are also on Twitter at Music History Day. And you can find us on YouTube and Spotify. Just search for us under Music History Today. Thanks for listening.